Welcome to the latest episode of Schneps Connects. Today we're talking finance. Since 1839, Provident Bank has provided strong service and stability for individual and commercial customers, from personal checking to commercial loans with an extensive network of more than 80 branches throughout New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Today, Vito Gianola, Executive Vice President and Chief Retail Banking Officer of Provident Bank, is here to talk about its expansion. Vito leads the branch network, retail operations, sales administration, Provident Investment Services, and consumer and residential lending. He has more than 25 years of experience in financial services. Prior to joining Provident Bank, he served as Senior Executive Vice President and Chief Banking Officer with SB1 Bank, and before then, he was a Senior Vice President Retail Market Manager with TD Bank. He started in banking at Chase and First Union Bank. He's an executive board member of a private family-owned real estate company, which serves the New York and Florida markets for more than 50 years. He's a resident of Glenhead, New York, right on Long Island, where he lives with his wife and four children. God bless him. Welcome, Vito. Great to have you. Josh, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on the podcast with you. And likewise. Listen, it's always not easy to balance life and work, and especially when you have four kids. I give you credit. Yeah, I got three teenage boys, one just out of college, two in high school, and then my seven-year-old daughter. So it's a handful. Oh, wow. God bless. That's great. No, that's a great thing, though. Well, why don't you share a little bit about Provident Bank, a little bit about the background. Maybe people in the New York market aren't as familiar with the bank. So I'd love to just get a little bit background on the bank and obviously yourself and how you got involved in the bank. Yeah, absolutely. I'll start off with Provident Bank. As you said before, we've been around for over 180 years with the same name. We spanned through Pennsylvania into New Jersey and now into New York as of a couple of years ago. Large community bank. We have about $14 billion of, of assets. And we have a culture that's driven by being a strong, supportive community bank in the markets that we serve. We specialize in all banking products from residential mortgages, home equities, into small business and commercial banking. And we also own an insurance agency called Provident Protection Plus, which spans out through 37 states in the country. And we also own a wealth management company called Beacon Trust, which has about $4 billion with assets under management. So we're a well-diversified, publicly traded bank. We focus a lot on the technology for our clients so they could bank anywhere with us. And we, we entered the New York market in 2010 in Astoria, Queens, first entryway into New York. And um, since then, we've done a couple of mergers and acquisitions. And then most recently in June, now of 2022, we've opened up our newest location, which is a, a banking center and a loan production office in, in Manhasset on Northern Boulevard. So we're really excited about that. And um, since we've opened up in June, have been doing really, really well and been getting a lot of good feedback from the community. And one of the main reasons why we went out to that area was because we had a big client base that was headquartered in that area, that lives in that area, and has a good marketplace to for the surrounding area in Nassau, Suffolk, and into the borough. So with our two locations, we hit a big radius and are able to service our clients through, through technology. So real excited of, of being in New York. I've always lived in New York. As you mentioned earlier, I live in Long Island now and my kids are in the school systems out there. So it's a real exciting time for, for Provident Bank to have the success we've been seeing in the, in the market. I'm sure it's great having uh, now your bank in your own backyard, literally. And uh, <laughs> it's really a great location. A lot of people that may not be familiar, it's not too far, I assume, from where a miracle mile is that's one of the you know marquee shopping centers 
you know, think Fendi Gucci Prada, right? In terms yeah. of uh, Long Island market. Yeah, no, it's this dynamic area for us. You know, it, it's interesting because as we were surveying and looking for uh, the right location to put this office with the lending team, we wanted to make sure it was dominant. It's a branding piece for us. And during COVID, we were able to make a good deal with the landlord who's been, who's been a, a real good partner with this and to land that space there. And that was the right deal for us to lock up for us. So this is the one spot I wanted to be and I'm happy with there. And again, we're getting a lot of good press from the local community about that. So we're excited. And it's interesting that you chose Astoria, Queens as the first location in the New York market. I mean, that's a thriving community, a commercial hub. And you know, I don't know if you can share a little bit about the thought process of that initial branch in the New York market. Yeah, exactly. So um, as you said earlier today, I'm on a board of a family-owned business, um, which is my family, and that we've been in the Astoria market for over 50 years, acquiring, managing, and developing real estate right at the foot of the Triborough Bridge, now RFK Bridge. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had lots of success there in, in real estate development. As you can imagine, the development over the years has really taken off from Long Island City, even in the surrounding areas in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and on. So um, in 2010, we decided to open up with the Noble Branch because of the relationships that were there and people that we knew. And it was tremendous success uh, when we opened up in, in, in 2010 in Astoria. And still to today, have been seeing very good growth year over year. And um, it's our banks are relationship-driven bank. You know? So we're not dealing a lot with mortgage brokers and sitting back waiting for business. We're out there developing relationships. Our model is a regionalized model we're going out to meet with consumers. We're going out to meet with business owners and commercial clients to bring in the business and to service their needs. And I said before, we have a, a span of products and services that just cover that big network of customers within the boroughs and now into Long Island. So we, we, we feel that we're well diversified to service all customers that we come across and, and prospect. So, you know, I think there's something to having those relationships with your bankers, especially during COVID. I personally found as a business owner, how valuable it is to really have someone that you can pick up the phone and call because, you know, it's really the time and need that you need to be able to speak to someone. And sometimes, you know, not to put down large banks, but sometimes it's just, you're not able to have a one-on-one relationship. So I don't know, maybe if you could speak to that in terms of your own experience dealing with clients during the pandemic. Yeah, no, it's a great question. I hate to bring the three letters up again, but PPP was was something that um, all the banks, including us, really focused on because it was a big need for our business customers to get that funding. And it was a kind of a unique operational setup from the SBA, which basically had this run through their accountants to then have the bank as the liaison between funding, but following the SBA guidelines. So it was a lot of work that nobody was familiar with. Policies were were changing daily, and we were able to roll up our sleeves and literally work, you know, I'm not kidding, probably 17, 18 hours a day as a group taking shifts to make sure we're accommodating our clients and processing these requests um, so our customers can get funding and, and get approvals on them. So it was definitely times I haven't seen in my banking career. It was definitely a time where everybody got together and we were able to see some businesses really survive because of that. So, you know, listen, it's, you know, when we say community banking and we say relationship banking, there's a lot more to it, right? Than just saying we have a good relationship. You got to live by it every day. And we have a customer experience team at the bank headed by a customer experience director that's focused on how we could better the go-to-market strategies and how we could better serving our customers every single day to make sure we're there for them and that we're their main bank and, and have their operating accounts so we can continue to live by 
what we promote out there, which our tagline is commitment you can count on. So that's something we live by every day. And, and you know, when you do something every day and, and you have to change it up and keep things exciting, it's challenging. But I think that's something we do very well here at Provident. That's great to hear. You know, obviously you have deep knowledge and experience in the real estate industry. I'm curious, you know, both for Astoria and for um, Manhasset slash Roslyn, you know, what types of industries are you working with in terms of relationship businesses? Is it all yeah. different types of industries? Yeah, I mean, I, I could fine tune it a little bit. You know, we focusing on the hospitality business is still something we just, we have a lot of hospitality clients, restaurants, hotels that are in the portfolio that, that we're working closely with. You know, a lot of them have gotten hurt or has shifted their business strategies due to the pandemic. But I would say today, we're definitely doing a lot of investment, commercial real estate, big focus, and we're seeing a lot of growth in the CNI space. So that's the exciting stuff for me. That's the stuff I love to uh, go out and meet with. Those are the clients that have their own businesses and you go into their warehouses and seeing the distribution centers and seeing how they operate and how things have changed pre-pandemic, during pandemic, and now mm-hmm. call it post-pandemic, if that's even allowed to say at this point. But we're seeing a lot of good business in that. And we're seeing a lot of people shifting on how they do business, whether it's you know internationally or sticking more domestically. So a lot of exciting stuff. So I would say our niche is really pushing the CNI business, um, those owner-occupied people that own their own businesses, complemented by investment real estate and having the opportunity to look at their insurance along the way, which is a differentiator. We're one of the few banks in the area that actually owns the agency. So we have a lot of, a lot of good a response from our clients with that to have our insurance producers go out and to make offers and to talk about and review their policies. And on the other side, you know, we're, we're able to have a really powerful treasury management group. So as we're looking at these big operating businesses and local small businesses, we could come in with those treasury management services to make sure we're accommodating, you know, their banking needs. So we built ourselves to hit that niche market of the small business commercial complemented by the consumer business. You were saying CNI. What does that stand for in terms of business? Yeah, so it's commercial and industrial. So that's basically a focus on owner-occupied businesses. So people who have their own businesses and they need working capital lines of credit, operating accounts. That's a big focus we have here at the bank because that's where you really start to build relationships. So we're excited about the, the what we've been able to book and new client acquisition that we've had over the last few years in, in the New York market and throughout New Jersey and, and Pennsylvania as well. So Terrific. Talk to me about Manhasset. I know it's been open, but you're having a grand opening celebration. Maybe you could share a little bit about that. Yeah. So we're having a grand opening celebration on Saturday, September 17th from 9 to 12. It's for the families in town and the surrounding towns. It's going to be a carnival theme. There'll be clowns. There'll be, you know, guys on stilts and women on stilts and <laughs> face painting and balloon, animal balloons and all that fun stuff. So definitely come down and check it out. It's, it's a fun time to celebrate our opening. And although we opened up in June, I mean, you know, we wanted to make sure that the summer months kind of went by. So now it's kind of like where we're celebrating the actual grand opening. And, and we're going to have an event on Wednesday night for our top clients and referral sources at the location to preview what's there. And um, we're excited about that as well. And again, it's 1045 Northern Boulevard, technically, I guess, Roslyn. Is that right? That is correct. What's right by there if people know the area well, but can't. So we, we sit right between Long Island sports cars and Lamani. There you go. Lamani is right in the middle. Restaurant. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly where you are now. And, and am I right in saying that you're going to have a fire truck coming out? Yeah. So on Saturday, we, we got we definitely have the, the fire department supporting us and coming out so the kids can, you know, meet some of the firemen and women 
and um, hopefully get to go on the truck and, and see what that's all about for that experience. Yeah, listen, it's great that you're doing community outreach and just, you know, things for families. Everyone loves that. Listen, a good way to start relationships is through people's kids, right? There's no question. Yeah, absolutely. And I got four of them, so I know what it's like. Right. You've got plenty of experience, right? A wide <laughs> range of ages. I love it. Well, Vito, it's been a pleasure talking with you, and I wish you guys the best of luck with the new branch, but uh, I'm sure you're going to be very successful. Josh, thank you for the time again, and I appreciate it, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, likewise. Great to see you. Make sure to subscribe to Schneps Connects wherever you get your podcasts or stream us online at podcast.schnepsmedia.com. Thank you.